Happy Friday, guys. We've got a 10-game slate to talk about here. But really quick, uh, before we get into it, if you guys are new, my name is DK. Again, we'll be talking about the NBA DFS slate. Also make videos for NFL Daily Fantasy Sports. If you guys are playing Saturday's main slate, I do have a video breaking that one down. And uh, make videos for prize picks as well. They are the sponsor of the video. If you're not familiar, it is a player prop site where you build two, three, four, five, up to six player props. You can win up to 25 extra money. Um, they have basically every single sport you can think of. So if you guys want to give it a try, you can use the code DKDFS. It will give you 100% match up to $100. And if you are looking for premium content, you can check out uh, my Patreon link down below. But let's uh, recap uh, last night. And uh, yeah, tilting, tilting, tilting. When you get low on jaw, breaking the slate, Massive blowout. No chance he's touching the court in the fourth quarter. Like a, literally like a 60-point game at one point. How? Someone tell me how that's possible. Like, how does that happen? But, 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 Giga Chalk, Zion Williamson, you better believe he got five extra minutes. Overtime. Josh Sharks? They get punished with two and a half quarters. So a random blowout. Also had low on Portis, 6%. Having a really good game, no fourth quarter minutes for him. Rest of my lineup, I ate the chalk with John Wall. Covington, fine value. And then Landell. So, like, I was debating what to do here with that last spot. I mean, we had Moses Brown, we had Lando, a Biumbo. Um, I felt like with Zion going to overtime and my low owned players not playing the fourth quarter, that I wanted to go contrarian. So I went to Lando off the bench, who ended up having a really good game. Um, but yeah, that was the recap there. Prize picks, um, great bounce back, went three for three. Ray Ray McLeod, uh, we hit over 15 and a half receiving yards. That was a sweat. He had like two big catches called back too. So it should not have been a sweat. Jared Jackson was not a sweat because I knew who he's going to be matched up against. And I know how foul prone this guy is. And sure enough, he got in foul trouble. And then Devin Booker, we took his uh, under assist. So three for three day. Uh, great bounce back there. Uh, but running really bad recently. Just going five of six. Four, like it's just like, ugh. So it's nice to, to sweep the board there. Um, but all right, let's talk about this 10-gamer. We'll start off with Atlanta. Atlanta, no DeJounte Murray, no John Collins. Now they got no Clint Capella. So we'll first start with Okongu, who should start at the 5, play 30 to 35 minutes. It's a good matchup. I think he stands out as one of the better values in the board. Uh, Trey Young, I like the spot for him, too. No Murray. He's the clear go-to guy. Um, like him at 10K. Bogdanovich was massive chalk off the bench. He was a bit of a letdown last game. Did only play 31 minutes, but he's going to come off the bench and chalk at 6K. I think he's still firmly, firmly in play. Hunter, AJ Griffin, Jalen Johnson are all fine values. Hunter had the big game last game. Um, but yeah, him, AJ Griffin, they should play a ton. Um, I would assume Griffin pushes for, for close to 30 minutes, but I do prefer Hunter if I had to pick between the two. Uh, so let's move on to Charlotte. On the Charlotte side, Lamella Ball, well, they got overtime. So, what do you play? 29 minutes in regulation. I want to see if there's any sort of a limit on him for this game. If not, at 8K, I like him quite a bit. If there is a limit, then probably can't do it. And with Lamella back, kind of just hurts Rogier and Oubre. We have Gordon Hayward that might be back too. So, uh, this team is starting to get a bit healthier. So, we'll keep it on news with Lamella and with Gordon Hayward. Sacramento and Detroit. So, my boy, Sabonis. I uh, had a massive game last game, 20-20 game against Toronto. 
Um, I love the spot for him. He's playing a ton of minutes right now, literally playing close to 40 minutes a game, assuming no foul trouble. Alex Sabonis, a good amount there at the top. And you did see a lot of run for De'Aaron Fox as well. Played 41 minutes last game. So I think he makes for a nice GBP play. His first big game in a while. He's really, really been struggling. And then he finally went off. Kevin Herter, questionable. If he misses, we saw Terrence Davis start. Now, we've seen like his minutes in the starting lineup not necessarily secure. But he did play 25 minutes, and he's cheap. And he's not a bad point per minute guy. So would have some interest in Davis if there's no Herter. Barnes. Monk, they're both fine. You know, Monk does look a bit better if Herter's out, played 33 minutes last game. He's the guy with the higher ceiling, so we'll keep an eye on that. On the Detroit side, I'm not a ton stands out. I know last game went to overtime, and a lot of these guys did well, but they're still running a pretty deep rotation. Uh, Killing Hayes, I mean, he's been very up and down, 19, 47, 16, 23, 47, but... He's a guy that will have this ball, the ball in his hands a lot. Jaden Ivey, minutes, not been great on him. Production, kind of been down as well. Bogdanovich is score independent, but he does have a ceiling if he makes his shots. Stewart had a big game last game, but he did have Marvin Bagley get injured and only play 10 minutes. Bagley's back, so be careful about chasing the Stewart game. Stewart's still playable, but don't expect the type of minutes he got last game. And then Jalen Duran, I mean, played, what, 31 minutes in regulation. I think he's a fair value here at 4.4K if he does play close to 30 minutes again. Orlando and Boston, not a ton that stands out for me on the Orlando side. Bancaro's fine for tournaments. Uh, Boston, not been great defensively. Uh, three of the last five games, 40-plus fancy points for him. Bogner, the minutes have ticked up of late. He's playing mid-30s minutes, so if this game stays competitive, I like him, but there again, there is some blowout risk. Bogner, Bulbul, they're both playable. Markel Fultz had a huge game. Um, I mean, the ceiling's there for Markel Fultz. So another guy that I do kind of like for GPPs. Probably not going to get to the value, though. On the Boston side, we'll keep an eye on the big status here for Horford and Williams. Also, we just got news that Marcus Smart is questionable. So if Marcus Smart's out, it's really going to boost the appeal of Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon. And then if the bigs are both out, then you can look to Blake Griffin at 3-7, who should start and play low 20s minutes. Tatum, Brown, they're both secondary spin-ups for me. Indiana and Cleveland, not a ton that stands out for me on the Pacers side. I think Halliburton and Turner find GBP plays. Cleveland, solid defensively. So if you want to take a shot on either of the main Pacers, I think that's fine. Buddy Heald, 6'4". His minutes have ticked up of late. He's playable for tournaments as well. But that's about it. Basically just secondary plays here on the Cleveland side. Not much. I mean, Mitchell at 8'6 would probably be my favorite option. Um, he's their go-to guy. Should play close to 40 minutes. It's a good matchup. The bigs just both feel priced about right here with Mobley and Allen. Uh, Kevin Love is only 3-6. I know the minutes have not been great on him, but there's still a chance if he plays well to play over 20 minutes. So he's someone that very much intrigues me in GPPs. All right, Brooklyn and Toronto. So for Brooklyn, Ben Simmons, we didn't get any confirmation if he was still on a limit, but did only play 23 minutes. So if we can get confirmation before lock that he's no longer in a limit, then I do like this price point a good amount. Right now, more of a tournament-only play. Kyrie, KD, I prefer Kyrie to KD if I had to pick just because the discount at 8.5 for Kyrie to 10.9 at KD. Claxton, 6.2, just kind of there. Uh, Royce Neal's back, so value kind of gets hurt. Seth Curry, questionable if he misses. You would think Joe Harris, minutes pretty secure. I think we can probably find better value, though. On the Toronto side, still no OG. Um, the main guys, you know, should play a ton. Siakam played 43 minutes, had a really bad game last game. Van Fleet kind of did everything, on for 66. Scotty Barnes had a massive game, too. Those three, I think, all look pretty good. 
I think Van Fleet and Sack would be my two favorite. Gary Trent dealt with foul trouble. Again, no surprise. I played and this guy. Just he causes me infinite pain, man. I just my life would be so, so much better if I never rostered Gary Trent Jr., man. Uh, Boucher, 5K. I mean, minutes up and down. So he's fine for tournaments. You saw Thad Young start, play 28 minutes. If he starts again at 3-4, do have a bit of interest in him. They dusted off like Ken Birch. They dusted off Hernan Gomez, played him for a bit. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I can stomach anyone below Thad Young. Golden State and Philadelphia. So no Steph Curry, no Wiggins. We'll see about Draymond Green. So my worry here is potential blowout. But if the game's as competitive, you know why. Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, these guys should lead the way offensively. I think both are pretty good plays. Poole should run the point. Clay should get more shots up. I like both the main Warriors. Draymond, if he plays, I think a solid option. If Draymond Green misses, um, I would guess that like Kaminga or Lamb pick up a start there. We'll see. So if Draymond plays, I think the starting lineup will be Cool, Clay, DiVincenzo, Draymond, Looney. And then Draymond's out, again, probably one of like Kaminga or Lamb pick up the start. Um, DiVincenzo himself, 5-7. I mean, he had a good game last game. I think he's a fine option, but feels priced about right. And then, yeah, if Draymond's out, then we can start considering some of his value. Looney's 5K, that's just too expensive. Plus, you got foul risk going up against Joel Embiid. All right, on the Philadelphia side, so Embiid and Harden are both in a great spot. I mean, if you can afford either, I like them both quite a bit. Obviously, James Harden at massive ownership, had like 22 steals last game. No surprise there. Um, Tobias Harris, there in the mid-range, kind of indifferent on him and Melton, um, but mainly just Embiid and Harden that I like. All right, New York, Chicago. So New York, they're still running a very tight rotation. That was so incredibly tilting last game. RJ Barrett. Um, got in massive foul trouble, fouled out, only played 13 first half minutes. They're so incredibly tilting, played him at low ownership. But yeah, Randall Brunson and Barrett, I like a good amount again. No last game went to overtime, but you still saw 41 regulation minutes for Julius Randall. Jalen Brunson saw like mid-30s minutes uh, in regulation. And then Barrett, again, if he didn't deal with foul trouble, would have played a lot more. So I like the, the Knicks mid-three again here. It's a good matchup. They're running an extremely tight rotation. The field still is not picking up on that, so... Randall, Brunson, Barrett, like them both a good or all three a good amount. Robinson, fine tournament play. You know what I'm going to say about him if you've been watching my content. Quickly at 5-1, we probably see, you know, mid to high 20s minutes for him. He's fine for GPPs. Grimes at 4-7 should play a ton, but feels priced about right. Hardenstein will play the backup five. If you think Robinson gets in foul trouble, you can take a shot on him. McBride also seeing rotation minutes at 3-3, but not really enough for me to get to him. On the Chicago side, so decent spot here, I think. They're mid-three, I guess, too. DeRozan, Levine, and Vucevic are all in play. Um, you know, in a competitive game, we should see mid-30s minutes for all three of these guys. So, like all three, um, you know, DeRozan probably been the most, or has shown the, the most upside this year. So, if you want to go for the upside, it's DeRozan. But Levine and Vuce both feel a bit underpriced. I do want to mention value. Patrick Williams has been playing a ton. Played 35 minutes in regulation last game. He's not a good point per minute guy, but he is only 4K. Do kind of like him for value. Keep an eye on IO news. If he misses, should solidify the Mets for guys like Crusoe, Kobe White. I feel better about Crusoe, assuming he starts, but Kobe White did play 28 minutes last game. He's another guy that I would have some interest in. And I'll imagine 3.2K Drummond just because good point per minute. Something happens to Vooch or the game blows out, Drummond could smash. Minnesota and OKC, a lot to keep an eye on here. So obviously, no cat. D'Lo and Gobert are both questionable. So D'Lo. 
and Gobert are both out. Well, number one, Nas Reed should start and would be an amazing value play at 4K. Then you would probably get Nathan Knight backing him up at the Flatman price. He would actually be playable too. Uh, but Nas Reed would be the guy that I would like a, a lot. And then, yeah, if they're both out, Anthony Edwards would run the offense. Jalen Noel should play a ton off the bench and get a lot of shots up. Slow-mo McDaniels would look better. This whole team would look really good in a great matchup. D'Lo and Gobert both in. I mean, I still like their main guys. Gobert, D'Lo, Edwards um, still have a bit of interest in the wings and, and Noel off the bench. So, um, yeah, this this could open up a lot here for Minnesota on the Oklahoma City side. So we kind of know what's going to happen here. Um, you're going to get big minutes for Shea. Dort, Giddy, most likely do see 30-plus minutes. Uh, I like Shea for tournaments. Giddy and Dort are just there. Um, this is what I warned people, though. JRE was out. Everyone's like, oh, Pokashevsky. His minutes will be more secure, right? He played eight minutes. So they always say, if you want to target some of these secondary options, you can. No rhyme or reason to the minutes. It was Darius Basie that played a ton, played 31 minutes. I mean, if you told me he's going to play 30-plus minutes again, he would be in my lineup for sure. But you just never know with the Thunder and the minutes. Um, other secondary plays. I mean, Jalen Williams has been seeing relatively consistent minutes. He feels priced about right, though. So let's finish it up here. Two more games, Portland and Dallas. Uh, on the Portland side, tougher spot. I mean, just because Dallas plays slow. But Dame's been on fire, so... If you wanted to go to a contrarian Damian Lillard, that's fine. There's really nothing else that stands out, though. If I had to pick one other guy, it probably would be my boy Nurkic, but his minutes have ticked down a bit of late. On the Dallas side, good spot here for Luka. Price has come down a bit, 12.3. Had a bad game last game, but I like him uh, if you have the salary to get to him. Nothing else really stands out, though, with Dinwiddie or Wood, Hardaway, all kind of just secondary plays. The minutes have been down on Dorian Finney-Smith of late. I did want to mention that, but... Um, yeah, let's finish it up here with Denver and the Lakers. So Denver side, Jokic, been playing out of his mind. Back-to-back 80 fantasy point games for Jokic. Now he gets a juicy matchup here against the Lakers. So assuming no foul trouble, I think Jokic looks good at the top. The secondary plays are kind of just there with Murray, Gordon, Bones, and, and Bruce Brown. I think Jamal Murray's the guy with the highest ceiling. He had a bad game last game, but 40 fantasy points uh, the previous two games to that. And the Lakers, so LeBron AD, once again, let's just probable expect both to play. I mean, I like the ceiling on AD if he can stay out of foul trouble. I'm a little bit nervous, though, of AD going to be matched up against Jokic. LeBron, 9-8, that does feel a little bit too cheap for him. Um, should play a ton. So, um, like LeBron, like AD, not a ton else that stands out. I mean, this group of, like, Lonnie, Reeves, Schroeder, Pat Bev, throw them in a group. If you want to just pick one out of a hat and play one, sure. There's no one that stands out there, though. So, yeah, guys, that's going to wrap it up for the video. Again, if you haven't enjoyed the content, just make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. See you guys in the next video.